Hello and welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, National Sales Manager for Bone Adhesives. And I'm Rob Johnson from Bone Training. How are we doing, Rob? Oh, I am super good, man. How are you doing? I'm fantastic, man. I couldn't be any better. Oh, you can tell it's the Friday before Labor Day, huh? Everybody's smiling. Everybody's happy. Yep. All right. So kind of suck. Kind of sucks, though, doesn't it? For what? It. This Labor Day weekend was a lot tougher when I was a kid than it is now. Do you remember when you Labor Day when you were a kid? No. Or well, that's right. You you just had that horrible childhood. Every day was yeah. terrible for you. I was, I was probably working. Yeah. Well, this was the last weekend, and then you had to go back to school. So I always wow. had that, uh, you know. That, that was eight, eight less, eight, eight, eight less yeah, hours I'm gonna, I, had, uh, I had to work. Right. <laughs> I'm going to show my age now. When I would see the Jerry Lewis telethon, I was like, well, that's it. That, that is the end of the summer. Hmm. We're done. Yep. I got yep. to really not like that guy just for that reason. Forgot all about that. Yeah. Rob? We got a special guest with us today, and uh, now this is going to be an interesting topic. I'd like you to maybe introduce your guest, uh, Chris, and then um, uh, kind of the, what the topic's going to be today, Rob. Well, his name is Chris Freight, um, but if we were in, it were in Italy, it would be Chris Frate. Frate? How'd you say it? Frate. Chris Frate, if we were in Italy, but we're in the States, so it's Chris Freight. The freight train. We're going to call him the freight train for this show. There you go. There you go. You've probably never heard that one, right? I would. <laughs> that's pretty cool, man. I could definitely get into that. Well, we had mentioned on a show, Wayne, a while back, um, you know, one of the things that I would like to do if I ever had to get back into the business, if Bona said, all right, we've had enough of his, it's time he's got to go, and I had to get back in. Um you know, I, I think I charge for estimates and I had mentioned it and Chris sent me an email saying, I now charge for estimates and it has changed my life. And oh. I mean, look at, look at how happy he is, man. Awesome. Awesome. So he uh, contacted us and said, man, I would love to be on the show and tell everybody what I'm doing, how I did it. And uh, so take it All away, right. Chris. Well, before you do that, let's start with this. Uh, what, what's your name and background and where are you from? So name, uh, Chris, my middle name is Pasquale. My last name's Freight, uh, from Cleveland, Ohio. Grew up in Cleveland, been here all my life. You know, changed around some different cities throughout the years. Um, and uh, my company is called Pasquale Floors. We've been around for about 21 years now. Wow. And uh, so we started off slow, just me doing things, doing everything for seven years, you know, all the estimates, all the work, everything. Um, and then um, after about seven years, we took on our first employee, uh, his, well, one of our first employees, his name was Ryan. So Ryan is still with me to this day. Uh, he's been with us about 14, 15 years now. And um and then we just kind of slowly built after that, you know, probably it was just Ryan and me for probably, I guess, seven years or so. And then we started taking on some new guys, you know, and just, you know, as the business goes, you, you take some new guys on, you, you don't really know how to retain them or keep them uh, and make them feel special. So, 
um, lost a couple guys. And then um, right now it's me and Ryan. And then um, we have two other guys. Uh, so, um, and so I'm sorry, three other guys. So there's a total of five of us. And I'm kind of more so, I got out of the field about, oh, probably about four or five years ago. And so spent most of my time lately just working with the guys, getting them all trained up. Um, you know, our, our, one of our big focuses is the client experience, making sure the client's happy, they know what's going on, what time we're getting there, what time we're leaving, what bathroom should we use, all, all the good stuff. Um, so, um, and, you know, we're slowly, in the next year or so, I think we might take on two more and then just kind of, kind of pause right there and just kind of maybe uh, feel that out and do that for maybe the next 10, 15 years, you know, however long we're going to do this. Um, so that's a little bit about me so far. Okay. So how'd you get your, uh, how'd you get your start in hardwood floors? Generational so, thing? Uh, no, you know, no one in my family was ever in the trades. Uh, you know, my brother's an engineer. My mom did like secretarial work. My, my dad used to work in hospitals. So, um, Basically, I got out of college. I started doing some bartending for about 10 years. Um, and while I was doing the bartending, um, I started buying some rental properties. So um, I ended up um, getting like 10 different units and I had those for about 20 years, just got rid of them all last year. But during that time, I was you know buying these rentals, buying them kind of crappy fixing them up slowly as I went. So as I was doing that, I'm ripping carpets out. Um, you know, I was like, oh, I, I, I got to figure out how to sand these floors, rented some sanders, sanded the floors in my rentals. As I was doing that, you know, you go to the bar, hey, what's going on? What would you do today? I'm like, oh, you know, I bought some rental properties. I'm sanding the floors today. And then, you know, one client or one potential client or actually, you know, just, just a patron at the bar was like, do you want to sand my floors? And I never really thought of that. I was like, all right, sure, I could do that. I mean, I did this other rental property. You know, it came out good enough in my eyes. You know, it probably had chatter waves and drum marks all over it. But, um, you know, they didn't know any better. I didn't know any better. So, so I slowly over the next like five years, just started taking on a lot of work and started making business cards. I started, um, I, I went online and was on the old Floor Masters. I don't know if you remember Bill Price's old site, Floor Masters. Oh, yeah. Very yep. much. So, yep. you know, a lot of the guys who are still in the industry industry today, you know, Toby Merrill, David Merrill, Jim Clary, all, all these guys, they're still uh, doing the floors today. But I learned, I'm, I want to say almost everything from floor masters, you know, asking questions, you know, uh, just, you know, just asking every possible question you could. So I learned slowly through just talking to other um, people that have been doing it a lot longer than me, which at that time was, you know, about six months all right um, so hold. just kind of slowly uh talk to people and um just kind of that's kind of how i got my way and then after about i would say after about four years or so i got to the point where i was getting full-time work and i could take this on my own i was looking a way to get out of bartending i actually did that for 10 years um after i graduated and you know it was a great bar i made some cash and was able to save some money so, so starting the business wasn't too hard. I had, I had some, I had some capital. I had a little bit of experience, you know, okay. I, I knew. Hold, hold that thought. Yeah. Hold, okay. I got questions and I'll forget if you, if you, uh, if I don't get to them. Absolutely. 
One see, of is Wayne, it. Wayne hasn't mastered the art of interrupting people like I have. He's working no, on no. it. Yeah, see, I, I was very polite about it. Yeah, but I could tell you were uh, you were getting a little jumpy in the seat there, though. Yeah, I when, when I don't, when I, if, if, if a minute and a half goes by and I'm not talking, I get nervous. <laughs> so first thing, I, first thing, I really want to compliment Rob. I, I mean, that, wow, we're going to write that question. How'd you get in the industry? That's a, wow, that's a good <laughs> question, Rob. Hey, I'm going to write that one down. I've never heard, never had that before. Just um, a nugget. I, look it. I didn't even ask him to ask him the question. I was really kind of wondering how he got into it. Why? I always wonder why people get into this or dude. not why, how, mm-hmm. you know, I knew how you did it. It was an FBI thing and you mm-hmm. were, you had to do something with your different name and everything. <laughs> um, next question is, uh, okay. Why is it, why is a spritzer not a manly drink? What? Well, I order. I, I just want to order a vodka with grapefruit with what is it? Uh, cranberry juice. And everybody yeah. at Bona, Bona makes fun of me. Uh, I'm, I'm well, looking for more of a. That's not drink. a spritzer. Yeah, it is. That's spritzer not, is usually spritzer's got some with some, Seven Up or soda in my world. That's a spritzer. Yes, that's Wait, a spritzer. That's not a spritzer. Yeah. Now maybe that's people sp- were just making your drinks pink. On purpose, you know, is is that possible? <laughs> That's there you go. That's, Wayne, that, you're that, drinking Cape Codders. It's also called a spritzer. It is not a spritzer. Listen, Cape Cod is vodka cranberry. Yes. That's yes. what I was drinking, but it's also called a spritzer. No. 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 It's different not, drink. Not anywhere in the world oh, here we is go. that called a spritzer. Hang on. Hang on. No chance. Yeah. Because Siri drinks Siri, so much. She's going to know. Hang on. Stop talking now. <laughs> Siri, what is a spritzer drink? A loser drink for a man. That's what she's going to say. A spritzer is a tall, chilled drink, usually made with white wine and carbonated water. Okay, so let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Even Google's wrong sometimes, I guess. I, I've been lied to all my life. All right, so so you you uh, done, well, you did your bartending. You said something about capital before you moved on. So, yeah, so I was able to save enough money bartending. So I was able to buy, you know, enough equipment that I needed for for me to sand floors, which was a used Hummel that was made in 1990. We still use that. Uh, an old American spinner, uh, Edger, and we still have that. And uh, and I bought a so just gonna bag. Not, are you just going to name drop other vendors the any whole other, show? Or any other we gonna, <gasps> we're going to stop menu? that I forgot right where there. I was. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to be specific. Yeah. Any any other manufacturers need to mention? Wayne and Rob from Bona. And then, you know, at that point, yeah. I was just waiting for the power drive to come out. And then eventually <laughs> it came out. And so I bought Hey, one. he's back on track. Okay. <laughs> That's how you make a save. Uh, hey, so, uh, I, I want to interrupt you for a second. Jesus, I, I do want to go back to something you said. Um, it's amazing how many people Bill Price, uh, uh, how many people he's touched in this industry. Yeah. Now, here's a guy who kind of learned how to do his his craft from going on bill price's uh floor master website i mean it's just i don't know if you ever had the chance to meet him but just one of the greatest guys you'd ever meet in your life you instantly fall in love with a guy because he just has this uncanny way of making you feel like he's known you forever yeah it's amazing how many people um in the industry that he's touched yeah. I remember asking a question about water popping one time and he called me 
and he just walked me through the whole thing. He gave me his take on it. And, you know, I always remember that, you know, I mean, I learned uh, everything through his site and, and all the people that were on that site. So, yeah, it was it was so very he, he took the time and actually gave you a call. That's, gave me a call. I don't know. You know, so Bill Price. So, yeah, uh, I mean, I didn't know the guy. I didn't, you know, and yeah. um, but I have great. A couple, guy, yeah. A couple things about that. One is um, um, Bill Price had this uncanny ability that you uh, you thought you had a special connection with him. Just because, I mean, I probably everybody did because he was that nice a guy. I don't know what happened to his kid, but um, I guess it skips the generation. Um, <laughs> just kidding, Bill. Um, don't believe a word he says, Billy. No, You're sir. the man and you know it. And do you, if you were on uh, Floor Masters back then, you remember a guy named Jesse? Uh, yes, I do remember Jesse. Oh, Alfred, great advice. A lot of time. And I just fell right off the map. Never heard of, from him since. God. There were so many of those guys on there that just some of them gave crazy advice. Other guys were super helpful mm -hmm. and some people were just off the wall. I mean, yeah. just nuts. But yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot okay. of information there, though. Well, that's right. why they had to ban Wayne. It, yeah, I was under a different name at the time. It just got to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jesse. Jesse is his <laughs> real his real name until the FBI put him in the program. <laughs> was that Wayne? No, yeah. no, no, I'm just kidding. No, Jesse was his <laughs> real name. No. <laughs> All right. So so now you're heading in the direction of doing hardwood floors full time? So I was kind of doing a little bit half and half. I was bartending uh, and then I was doing floors. I was, you know, bartending at night, doing floors during the day. I was, I was in my late 20s. I didn't care. I was working 80, 90 hours a week. I just wanted to make money. So, yeah, so I was basically doing that, doing the floors, um, learning slowly, and then it just became after maybe a handful of years, might have been three, four years when I was doing both. I finally got to a point where I had a pretty decent full schedule sanding floors. So quit the bar and then just put, you know, all my focus onto the floors and started making business cards. Didn't really do any marketing. I just didn't know what I was doing at that point. You know, it was just I was like, oh, I could stop bartending and do this. Let's do it. So, um, yeah, so then slowly did that and. Basically, that's that's how I got my start, and then after about six, seven years, started working with employees, hiring okay. people. Okay. Yeah. And you're doing free estimates, as a lot of people do. Yeah, I was doing free estimates until probably three and a half years ago. I mean, doing a lot of free estimates in the beginning. You know, I was just happy that someone had my phone number and they were going to call me, and I had potentially a way to make money other than bartending. So, you know, I just, you know, it was very wide eyed and super optimistic then. Um, and, and, um, so, but yeah, free estimates, tons and tons of free estimates. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I actually, I think the turning point for me, if you, if you want me to kind of go down this route, this road, um, was one day, um, a few years ago, I went to my basement, you know how you, I don't know if you guys, did you do your estimates on your old notebooks and you just write notebooks and, you know, and you turn the page and then, then after a while you have, you know, these stack of notebooks, you know, that you keep, I don't know why you always kept mine. So I don't know, it was about four years ago, I went downstairs and I was like, oh, you know, let me, you know, turn the page back a little bit and, you know, start just looking at some of these uh, estimates I wrote up and I'm flipping through these, I'm flipping through these and I'm realizing I didn't work for 90% of these people. You know, mm -hmm. but what I did do is I went to their house, I talked to them, 
I hung out. I thought I made a connection. Um, and then I came home and then I'm working other numbers. And on Saturday mornings, I'm just, I'm doing all that and spending time. And, you know, when it came down to it, I figured I did the math and it was, it was basically each person that I talked to that did not hire me took two hours of my time, two hours of my time away from my family, two hours away from my time to make money, two hours away from my time to market my company. Mm -hmm. um, and so as I'm going through, I was like, I was like, wow, I'm like, you know, and I used to write estimates, mostly Saturday and Sundays, you know, I'd wake up early 536 and just bust them out until like noon or one and send them off. And then, you know, just hang out on, I guess what you call Hope Island. And, you know, and oh, maybe they're going to call me back. Maybe they're not. And um, so after looking at that, I realized, you know, gosh, I mean, I'm just I'm wasting so much time. I'm just wasting so much time. So I figured there had to be a better way, you know, so that's when I started kind of researching the idea of maximizing my time, um, getting my time accounted for. And, um, and, you know, the idea of, you know, potentially charging for estimates and see where that, where that would take me, you know. That's a very interesting, very, and you know, when you, like you said, Chris, when you stop and break it down of all through the years of, of all the time you spent on these estimates and, you know, when not everybody gets hundred percent of their jobs, uh, far from it. And, um, that's a ton of time. And, um, yeah, I, I honestly, I've always just felt like it came with the territory, came with the job and that I never thought of it any other way. So, uh, when someone tells me that, you know, you can charge for estimate that, that really piques my interest. And so how's yeah. it been? How, how's, how's the, the feedback been from when you switched to this? So the feedback, you know, in my mind, I was like, no one's going to want to do this. Everyone's going to think I'm crazy. Um, as soon as I say, hey, you know, we charge for our estimates, I've, I've, they're going to hang up on me. And it was actually the exact opposite. What happened was um, almost, almost everyone that I say, you know, you know, and I could kind of throw, let you know how we go about the process. But when we do come down to that, and I'm letting them know, hey, we're going to, you know, we charge for our estimate. I would say between 70 to 80% of the people say, of course, of course. No, I understand. You have, you have to charge for your time. You know, your time is valuable. Wow. Um, but that also, I think w that happens more so when you've been around for a while. Like, you know, you guys had companies for 20, 30 years or whatever. So when your brand is built up, you know, we have like 106 all five-star reviews. So people know about us, you know, we've done their friends floors. We're on Facebook and Instagram, you know, our yard signs have been up all over the city for 20 years. So, um, you know, they realized, you know, we probably know what we're doing. And so when I, when I would tell them that they're like, Oh yeah, absolutely. No problem. And, and you know, still to this day when, when I'm like, yeah, you know, you know, we charge for estimates. I mean, I'd say nine times out of 10, no problem. Like there's never any pushback. You think there'd be like, 80 to 90% pushback. There's not, you know, but um, it, 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 it has to, it kind of, it goes before that though, because there's a lot involved before you're charging for estimates. And, and what's involved before that is when they call me, when they call for an estimate, one, I answer my phone. When my phone rings, it, I answer it every time. If it's a client that, you know, I don't want to deal with that we're having a problem I don't care. I answer it every time. People appreciate that. I'm very accessible and we 
communicate to the point where I always tell my guys, over communicate with the client. You cannot over communicate with the client. They want to know what's going on. So um, when they call, you know, it's, you know, it's a very thorough process. You know, I am asking them a lot of questions. You know, the, the whole pre-qualification process is, is very important. Um, when people used to call, hey, you know, I'm Pasquale Flores, how can I help? Yeah, you know, we got a floor, uh, a couple hundred square feet. We want to get in the next few weeks. Can you come take a look at it? Boop, yeah, we'll be right out. Hang up, right out, drive right out to the house. I don't know anything. They don't know my pricing. I don't know if they need it done tomorrow. So now, you know, the, the first couple of things that we, we talk about is, is schedule. You know, I, here's, my, here's when I can get in. Does that work with you? Okay, great. The next thing we do is we, um, we talk about pricing. Um, so what happens, but before that, we have our website set up. So clients can go right to the website. We're very clear about a pricing. There's nothing secretive about it. So you go to the pricing, you say, you know, we start off at X amount of dollars a square foot. We can go up to this. You want to do a pre-finished board repair. Here's the price. You have screen and recoats, you know, $2.50 a square foot. So we're very transparent. But on top of that, the website has to be set up to be conducive of this process. And it took us a while to set that up. And what that looks like is when you go to our website, front and center, it says, get an estimate. So those are our free estimates, you know? Um, so when you get, get an estimate, people just punch in their information. They, they punch in the pictures of the rooms they want to take care of. And then they give a square footage of the rooms. Now, the only pushback is, oh, I don't know how to take square footage. And then it's like, you know, it's just length times width, you know, you could give it to me in inches by inches. Um, so literally that's almost the only pushback we get with that. So they get to the website, they punch in their pictures, their measurements, it comes right to me. Um, I get an email alert, I look at it, I try to get taken care of right away within 24 hours. If I'm not gonna be 24 hours, they get an email or text message back. Thank you for sending the web form. We received it, we're gonna be working on it in the next couple of days. Again, over communicate. Um, and then at that point, so we are, uh, I'm working on the numbers and I'm figuring out what they got. I got some pricing. Now at that point, I'll either call them, you know, and kind of go through the whole process um, and, and give them, give them the numbers and, you know, and, and figure out how that works. Um, but um, sometimes I'll just email the numbers to them too. So, and so, so they have the numbers and they have them and they're good to go. And, so do you, um, do you not always go out to the job site then? Is this enough that you can do this all over the phone? And, so and, it's a two-part process. So the first process, they call me, I send them to the website, they go to the website, I get every information I need. And then I either email them a number or I call them with the number. At that point, um, what, I, what I say is, you know, we just want to make sure that we're in the ballpark, you know, because some people have $1,000 for a $10,000 thing. And if I find that out, over the phone within five minutes of asking them questions, that's a win. That's, I mean, I didn't lose a client. Yeah. What I did is I saved my time of, you know, not having to deal with this client who couldn't afford us or didn't know how much, you know, the pricing was. Um, so, um, yeah, so, um, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. So, you, so we... yeah, so, but how often do you go out to the job site? Okay, so, that? yeah, so they call. I give them a price, you know, we talk about it. Um, if it fits there, a lot of times they're like, okay, that's, that fits our budget. That's what we want to do. So the next step is I said, so for, for us, the next step is to do an onsite consultation where we come by, 
We make sure we didn't miss anything from your pictures and measurements. You know, it's always about them. It's always, I'm making it about the clients, not about me. Um, we want to make sure we serve you best. So um, our next step is to come out. We'll take our own uh, measurements, make sure we didn't miss anything. We'll check the subfloor. We're going to look at the wood floors. We'll take some moisture reading just to make sure everything's good. Um, at that point, that's our on-site consultation for that we charge $175. And if you go with us, that gets credited back to the project. And, oh. you know, nine times out of that, oh, that sounds great. You know, when, when can you come out? So, um, so then okay. we go out, we, we get the consultation fee, it gets credited to the client. And so now when I'm working up the estimate, my time's accounted for, my time's accounted for driving to and from the house. And when I'm writing up the estimate, my time's accounted for. So here's what I love about this. And, and you've added value. When you get there, you're making it about them. You're, you're making it an experience for them. I mean, they feel special and whatever. You're doing everything. Like you said, you put it, it's all for them. You're, it's a very personal touch that you're doing. I think it's brilliant. I think it's such, yeah. such a good idea. And, um, and I always go back to, and I've said it before on this episode, that the, the time that I was going to buy a truck, and the guy just assumed that I was going to, looking for a cheap truck. You know, a lot of times people will, especially nowadays when service is so bad, I mean, we're so hungry. I'm still waiting for a guy to do my front porch. I can't find anybody. We're so desperate to find tradesmen that we believe in that what's 175 bucks on the scheme of things is nothing. I, yeah. I, you've totally convinced me and changed my mind on this whole thing. And, uh, and Rob and I always talk about, you know, how do you, how do guys make more money? How can he do the job faster? How can they? Uh, you know, uh, um, you know, help their business or whatever. And I, I, you've got me very much intrigued by this, Chris, I have to tell you. And I honestly, when Rob, Rob brought it to me as so many of his things, you, you go right to the trash can. You, you've got to realize how many things are just not good. Uh, yeah. Every, you know, it's funny. Every time I say, Hey, Wayne, how about we do a show on X, Y, Z? And he goes, you know, I'm, I think we've done that before. And then he'll counter with, the actual show that we're going to do that we've done a dozen times, but you know, <laughs> yeah, we can put a and, different spin on it. Yeah. And, and sometimes Chris, I tell him, Oh, you know what? That's a great idea. We'll do it then this week. And when we yeah. start the episode and I just do something else and, uh, <laughs> and then I don't sell him. So excited. I, I don't send him any of my notes. So he's completely lost. And it makes me look good. <laughs> I can't wait to get involved with this now at the classes at schools. This is yeah. going to be, this is going to be yeah. amazing. I'm going to, uh, I'm just going to start giving people your, uh, your info on how to do this. Yeah, this yeah. is amazing. It's a total what a great changer. idea. I mean, the whole pre-qualification thing is, is perfect. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, I, I remember one time I did an estimate for a lady and I thought she was going to start crying, you know, and finally I'm, you know, I'm giving it to her and well, boy, that didn't sound right. Hey, hey, I no. was giving her the, <laughs> giving her the paperwork. <laughs> And uh, I thought she was going to start crying. And finally, I'm like, is everything okay? She's like, I, I thought it was going to be like when I get my carpets done, you know, like a hundred bucks a room. Yeah. And I, right. I never looked at it just the way you were looking at it. That's two hours I spent away from my family, or I loved what you said. That's two hours I could have spent on marketing my business. Right. Like, that is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you waste your time four or five times a week, man. That's a lot of time. Yeah. And, you know, and, and since we've been doing that too, I've been able, I've had so much free time. Like, I know it sounds crazy, but I mean, I haven't missed one of my, one of my kids' dance classes. I haven't missed a swimming class. I see them when they come home from school. Like I, I'm just there more because I'm not 
you know, doing, I used to be so proud of myself. I was like, honey, I can't, I did six estimates today. And, you know, I wouldn't, I maybe close one of them. And I don't know why I thought that was great. I think it was just because people <laughs> found us and, you know, but people don't care about wasting your time. So you have to have your own sales process. And when people realize that you have your own sales process, they love it. They want, you know, like Wayne was saying, you know, people just imagine everyone has a uh, make me feel important sign on their head. They, they want to feel important. They want to know what's going on. So um, you don't need you to know. stroke him. You, you don't need to <laughs> stroke him at all. He, you, you he, up, does, he does fine on his own. He, he told me before we got on mic that every time I mentioned his Florida year award, he was going to give me 20 bucks. Oh, there we go. You had to. Hang on, Wait. Rob. Yeah, oh, I hear. Is it, is it there? <laughs> yeah. yeah, there it is. Thank you. That's right. beautiful. Okay, so, you know, Chris, I, I was thinking of the times as you were talking, like on a Friday, that I had to get stop after work and get a bid to somebody. And by the time mm. I get home, you know, now it's 6.30, 7 o'clock at night now on a Friday night. Well, the night shot from my wife and I going out and doing something. And yeah. all the time. And also, you, you, if, you're, if you've got the, if you're bold enough to do this, it also shows, shows a perceived value. That you're, 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 you know what I mean? A, a businessman would do that. Uh, a reputable company would do that. Uh, you know what I mean? So you already, I think, put yourself on another level in a lot yeah. of people's eyes by doing that. And uh, I just, I tell you man well, let me, there's so many positives about this has there been any negatives at all about it i mean i mean i was thinking about that question no there are no negatives i i there really are no negatives about it it's been the best thing we've done for our business it saved me the most time um it's made the company more money because like we said, I can focus on more important things for the company, training the guys more, letting the, the customer know what's going on more, keeping them abreast of the situation, you know, working on just working on the business more. So th there is absolutely no downside. The only downside would be in my mind thinking this wasn't going to this wasn't going to work. I mean, granted, there's some time getting the website set up and then getting your sales process uh, set up. But like I said, I was trying to say before, people love when you have a sales process. When they call you, they just want, they want to be guided through and then taken to the end. Because uh, if you don't have a sales process, you're going to follow their sales process. And their sales process is just get over here, measure it up. And then I got five more guys coming. And then, it, you know, we'll figure out if, if, you, if you're going to qualify to even get, you know, second look or, you know, so it's just, wow. it's, um, it's been Has the it, best thing we've done. Did it cut out a lot of uh, price haggling? Uh, you know, can you drop 500 or? Did it weed out those people too? Yeah. So the tire kickers, for sure, you get rid of them immediately because, right. you know, if, you know, they'll send me a form, you know, half the time, if they send me a form, you know, two bedroom sand and finish, I mean, within a, a minute or two, I can get them numbers. So that's not a big deal. And so if, you know, I get them numbers, I don't hear back from my column and they're like, oh, let me, you know, let me talk to my wife. Again, those are all wins because those are people that I did not have to waste my time with. They were never going to be my client. And within two minutes of them sending me the estimate, I sent them a number. Oh, that's three times what I thought it was. Fantastic. I'm moving on to other people that are going to spend money with us. You know, I think one of the biggest takeaways from this, Chris, is what you just said, where is if you don't have a sales process, you follow their sales process and everybody these are not business people or these are people that only have their own interests at heart. I, I yeah. think that's brilliant. Rob and I mm -hmm. have done a lot of shows on like, uh, um, 
you know, making money for your business and what have you. And honestly, much of it was erroneous. Rob took a class on accounting once we fought, once we did the math, it really wasn't true what we said, but this, this is, this, this is, this, this is, is money, baby. Yeah. That, this I, is I, money. Oh my God. I, this is great. I love the, the, the time that it frees you up. I really do. And, and, and adding up all those hours that we spent doing free estimates for nothing. Um, I, and like I say, if you get the job, you can build, build it back to more whatever. But I, I really, really think this is a great idea. Yeah. And my close weight, my close rate went from about 25% to over 95%. Because, you know, once I go to the house, we, they already know the price. They already know my timing. They, they know everything. They, we've talked. They understand that I've, I'm, I've listened to their project. I know what's going on. And um, like, that's so invaluable. Like from 25 to over 95% close. I mean, by the time you get to the house, you're on a whole different comfort level with these people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they are, they yeah. know everything. Now it's just a matter of me double checking, yeah. figuring out where their 220 line is and just going through just the specifics of what, what they want to talk about. Oh, what kind of color do you want to do? Isn't this going to look great? You know, yeah. you yeah. know, talk about the process. And um, so the, it's, it's been a no brainer. I mean, your, best thing your, they've ever did for sure. Sorry to interrupt you. And to your, to your point, I mean, the more you can make it feel about them that we're, we're looking, we want you to have a good experience. We're, we're looking out for you. The more you can yeah. put it that direction, the more value you're adding. Everybody yeah. wants to come away. We've all, we've all spent money with people um, that are just, we, we want them to give them the money because they're doing such a good service. We feel like we're in good hands or what have you. So I, I just think this adds so much value to just getting your floors done because the prospect of people bringing in a sander with that creates dust and it's loud and hooks up to 220 and there's chemicals involved for a lot of people that's just a, that's a scary proposition the more yeah. you can and sometimes i don't think we realize it because we do it every day you know yeah. it's second nature to us but for, yeah. for a homeowner that's got a couple kids running around and what do i do with the dogs and the cats and where are we going to how are we going to get in tonight we put ourselves right. in, in their shoes and one of the most powerful things someone can do is look at it from somebody else's perspective yeah and that's you know and those are couple questions that we like to ask which is right on the theme of that is do you have any kids yeah you know we got, we got a couple of kids is there a nap time oh yeah well, what time's a nap time we can take our break while your kids are napping wow. i mean they love that you know another thing is have you ever had uh contractors in your house before yeah uh why don't you name some things that they did great and could you also name some things that they didn't do great so we can be abreast of that and, and figure out what's going on so we could make this as easy for you as possible. It's, you know, it's not about us. It's about their us into their home. We, it's all about them. It's about making them comfortable. You know, we've had contractors in our house the past couple of years. And you, once you do that, you, you see it through a whole different lens, you know, you're like, Oh, okay. So he didn't take his shoes off. He walked right past my daughter, didn't even say hi. And it's like, you know, it's all those little things that just become one huge thing, you know? Wow. So, I, I am so you, dude, you can sell Chris. You're good, man. <laughs> you are, you're good. I can He's tell. He's got man. me, you, man. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. Um, yeah, it's, you it's know, a great process. We, um, I think more people should do it. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, we like to ask people on the show, what was the best advice um, that they ever got? But I'm not going to ask you that because I think you're going to have a lot of people that are going to say the advice that I got from Chris Freight. This is amazing. This is, I, I can't believe your uh, close rate is now 95% and, yeah. and you're saying you got more time. That's awesome. 
I, you know, the only regret is I we should have done this, you know, 15 years ago. It's the only regret. And it's interesting, the eye opener for you when you went down to the basement and you started going back because we all have, I had those books too. Uh, back that jogs a memory oh yeah that's right just 1200 square foot job we never got that you know what I mean? yeah so i thought for sure i was gonna get that one yes yes and you start oh my god how up. many times have you said that yeah thought for sure thousands. i was gonna get that. yeah one time. right <laughs> yeah so it's one time for florida yeah, year it's yeah <laughs> oh that you know um uh rob mentioned that you were going to have you come on in um and uh, a while back too, and I'm so glad you uh, you you uh, you brought this to us, man, because yeah, bring it to a lot of people. I mean, let's face it, this flamethrower that we have here that gets all over the world. I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> the juggernaut no, of on yes. the floor. I'm gonna have no. people calling me from India soon. Yes, yes, yes. it'll happen. Your your <laughs> your life has changed now, Chris. <laughs> right, uh, right, right, right. No, honest to God, I, I just think this is fantastic. I know I keep saying it, but I'm really blown away by this, and it doesn't happen that often to me. I think this is a f freaking great idea. Yeah, it's like great. That, it's scary. I like that number, too, 175. Mm -hmm. 175. That's, that's, that's a sweet that's spot. A, that's a nice number. Yeah, yeah, that's a nice number. I, I figure that anything under 100, like even 75, just it's not enough. You know, it doesn't seem it seems too cheap. Um but I like, you know, 175, that, that, that's my go-to number. If they're not going to pay that, eh, you know, then maybe, maybe they're not going to be our client anyways. But um, most people, like I said, kind of know of the company and, you know, I, I try to get the value out to them sooner um, and let them know what we can do for them. And so I think that number becomes smaller once you listen and, you know, repeat back to them what they want. So you, they know you're listening and it's, um, yeah, it's there. There's you think when you don't do it, you think there's gonna be huge pushback. And when you do it, you realize there's hardly no pushback. It's mostly, you know, between your ears thinking, oh, no one's going to do that. But everyone well, does it. I remember when I was when I first started giving contracts out for my jobs, you know, I'd have them sign a contract uh, when I was very young. When I was first, you know, six months or eight months, I was doing floors. We didn't have them sign a contract. And when I first did that, I was like, how are they going to take this? I'm going to have them sign something in writing. It looks very official. And, you know, at yeah. first I thought, oh, I don't know, some trepidation about it, whatever. And then you do it a time or two, you realize, oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? And it's second nature. So I can imagine for somebody that's gone for many, many years of not asking for this and all of a sudden having to ask for that, that is going to be for, it's going to be a little uh, tough for them at first. But yeah. uh, following it, it was for sure. Um, in fact, I remember the, you know, I remember the first time I did it, you know, it wasn't too long ago, it was a few years ago. And I remember I was in my dining room and, uh, and um, I'm talking to this lady and she's like, oh, we want you to just come out. Can't, why can't you just come out? And I was like, yeah, you know, you know, I can definitely come out. And I didn't have my sales process down. I, I didn't have uh, my little spiel down. And so I was super nervous. So I was like, you know, and I was telling her, yeah, you, you know, we, you know, we, we charge uh, for estimates and, um, you know, it's, it's $175, you know, if that's okay with you. And she just saw right through it. She's like, I'm not paying that. You know, she ripped me, you know, ripped right through it. But after a while, when it's become second nature and it's just what you say, it's just part, it's just your standard sales process. People love that. And there's, when you, when you say it, like you've said it a thousand times with confidence, because you know, it's the best thing for them and for the process, it's, no brainer like there's just no pushback you know very 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 little pushback okay then i'm going to ask you this then um 
Well, Chris, I already, I already got two more estimates. I was going to get three estimates, and the other two guys didn't charge me for an estimate. Right. So why do you think they didn't charge you for an estimate? Uh, I don't know. I just thought that was like a given practice. You know? mm. Well, you know, we are, we're very busy, um, and we do like to account for our time. Um, and I feel when we account for our time, uh, we will make it the best for you too. We will come uh, prepared and we want to hear about your project and uh, we want to make this all about you, you know, and, um, and we will make it all about you. So if you feel that's too much, I understand, you know, um, it is what it is, but we'd love to help you. And if you want us to help you, um, that's, that's the fee we're charging. And, you know, and by, and by all means, if you go with us, remember that gets credited back to your project. Are you guys role playing or Wayne, do you really have a job no, that you want to come? I, I, look I, at? I, do a lot, I, I do a lot of role playing. Uh, no, I, I think, I think that's good. And also the fact that you know, listen, I mean, it's not just about the floor. It's about your house and your, and how you live in the house and, you know, and how you use the house and to find these things out, it's a process. And that's all, all we take all that into account. I, I, I just, I love this man. I, I, and, and how's business in Cleveland? Business in Cleveland's great. You know, we got uh, a lot of good companies out here that, you know, we're all friends with. We talk all the time. We we have a group, like a mass text message with probably, I don't know, six or seven guys out here that are doing a lot of work. Anytime we need to finish, you know, we always help each other out, always letting other people borrow equipment. Uh, we're standard, you know, standard. We're about two months out, and that's pretty pretty standard for us right now. Uh, have you found standard. a lot of guys are now copying your charge-free estimate? Um, no, not really. I think wow. it, it's, it's really, no, well, maybe after this, maybe more people will. I just don't think people, cause I always wanted to do it, but I didn't know how. So I had to kind of find the process on how to do it. And this isn't hundred percent my process. I, you know, I went uh, online, I, I read some things. Um, Contractor Sales Academy was, was a great uh, paid sales program that I was in that kind of helped me put this all together. And uh, so um but I think they should, you know, I really think they should. It's, um, I, you know, I know some of my friends in the business, they have kids and stuff and I know they're working all the time. And I know this, they'd be able to see their kids more if they yeah. did this bottom line, you'd be able to spend more time with your family if you did this. And that's one of the reasons I did it. You know, I got a couple little girls you might see on the wall here. I can see and, it um, now. Wayne's moving to Cleveland. He's going to charge 150 for his estimate. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to undercut you. No, I actually think that's pretty cool that you contractors will network with each other and help each other out there was a time in this industry and probably still, still is in some some respects that guys won't do that and and uh, i think we're you know there's a lot of work out there now it's almost like a fraternity man there's a lot of there's a lot of work out there and you know not that many guys doing it anymore so yeah. um and uh, to help each other out and network i think is really important so good deal yeah and we're in uh we're in uh a like historic area where we live we have like shaker heights and cleveland heights which are two pretty well-known areas all historic homes built you know um right around 1900 you know hardwood floors first second and third floor heart pine on the third all oak throughout sometimes they even have hardwood floors in the basement so there's enough work for all of us out here you know um that's for sure and it's it's great you know uh, you know uh, we share labor sometimes um it's good to have friends out here that we can count on if we need them well, you know, a short shortage of labor in a lot of places and uh, and it's hard to find floor guys and what have you. So and uh, I mean, you know, because of COVID, things have changed and people, uh, people are used yeah. to that. So might be the perfect time to do it. So 
Chris, yeah. I really appreciate you coming on, man. I, I hope a lot of people get get some good value out of this and uh, give you some food for thought. And uh, and you know something too, Chris, you could have kept this to yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. You didn't you didn't have to. And it's very honorable and admirable for you to get for you to do this and come out and share your process with your your uh, you know people in your in your region and across the country and everything. So I really commend you for that. And and, and uh, I like your style, man. It's pretty cool you did that. Absolutely. You know, so many people have shared so much stuff with me over the years. There's no secrets. You know, we're all out. We're all doing the same thing, you know. Um, so hope, hopefully I save some other people's time and they can hang out with their kids more. Very cool. Well, listen, and also thank you for listening to the podcast where we got you. Absolutely. Yeah. Huge fan. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> and um, so listen, this has been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. Please stay tuned for another episode. Mm-hmm.